this is Ryan Weber, and here's another episode of the Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast. It is me, Ryan. Ryan Weber. I'm Ryan Weber. You're not Ryan Weber. I'm Ryan Weber. And you're Tiffany Weber. And I'm Ryan Weber. You're going to get cut off the episode if you don't hush your mouth over there because I can turn that little volume switch down. Don't worry. I know how to turn on my iPhone and start recording. (laughs) I'll figure it out. So, good news. We are one and a half White Claws in since we have recorded two of these episodes. Read the path. Listen to the last two episodes. Make sure you go back and listen to the last two if you want to hear me before all of this. Did you say we or I? Because I am not. I am. I don't know. Okay. That applies only to Ryan. All right. So, good news on this. I have a podcast idea. It is called Two Drinks In. If you think this is a good copyright, all right, reserved, <laughs> trademark, etc. If you think this is a good idea and you want me to start this podcast, you let me know. And if you want to be on it, you once again let me know because he's taking applications. I'm taking. Yeah, I can't even say taking because because you got your microphone I'm in your face. One and a half drinks in. Imagine oh two drinks in. And then you kept going. What's crazy is that I feel like if you're a first time listener of this podcast, I should clarify Ryan is always this high energy, always 100% of the time. So this has relatively little to do with the beverages. That's true. And it's a white claw. I mean, what is this like? (laughs) 0.003%. It's 5% alcohol. I just. I'm not too worried about you. No, I am 250 pounds. This 5% of alcohol in each of these white claws, I don't think is going to be too, uh, I'm your ride anyway, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. All right, cool. Two drinks in, you let me know at Ryan Weber marketing, tag me, comment me, DM me how that Instagram works. Well, I think we have an interesting topic today and Ryan, you've done a lot of work with this group formerly known as Mooresville Soup Kitchen MSK, um, now known as Feed NC. And since you've done so much work with them, I'm going to start the deposition now. I object. Um, Will you please state your name for the record? I object. That's not how this goes. Yes. You've been subpoenaed to be here. You You have to answer the questions. Your Honor, Ryan Weber. So first... Tell me about Feed and Seed. What's the background? What's the scoop on Feed and Seed? What do they do here? I decline to acquiesce your request. I sometimes I wish I never went to law school because you learned a couple words from me that you. <laughs> I don't know wrong. what I just said. You use wrong all the time. Did I say anything right right there? No. Oh. And that. What did I just say? Nothing. So. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Sometimes I completely regret. But if I said that to somebody, they'd be like, no. he's kind of smart. No. All right. No. All right. So what did you so even ask? I don't know. I, I, I was you, trying to think of what I was saying. I asked you to give me a little bit of a rundown and okay. our listeners. Tell us about Feed and See. Um, so Feed and See, one, they're super awesome. I mean, what am I going to be like? Yeah, they suck. No, they're they're really cool people. Um, they do a lot of, of really just positive stuff in the community. So... A lot of people think that all they do is give out food to homeless people, and that could be further from the truth. It's not the it's it's but it's one not a homeless shelter. Yeah. So that is that is not what they do. So they do make hot meals for people that need it. 
But then they also deliver food for people that can't get out of the house. Maybe they um, had transportation issues. Maybe they um, have medical issues. Maybe it's pandemic and they can't go anywhere Mm -hmm. or are nervous to go somewhere. So there's a lot of issues that, that maybe they are now delivering food for or but they do have this hot delivery service as well. Um, and I know I'm going to leave out like six things that they do because they do a bunch. But um, another thing that they do is have the food pantry where people can come in, get their groceries, and this supplements their groceries. But they can come in and, and I mean, they get a bunch of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I had like better true knowledge of what they get. But like they can come in and get a good shopping cart full of Things, but they have to get certain things from each category. Right. So they can get some. I remember when we volunteered there. Yeah, you guys volunteered there. You know, it was basically what my impression was they want to make sure that the people that are shopping the pantry are getting all the food balanced meals. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, some people will have this idea of that you know, they're going in and just all getting the hot Cheetos because that's what everybody wants. Cause that's, cause that's the, you know, most tasty thing there, but mm-hmm. that's just not the case. I mean, there's, you know, they're getting the produce, they're getting their grains, they're getting, you know, all of the, the proteins they need. So it is balanced and it's, you know, it just helps them make good meals at home for their families. And, you know, this is just one of the other ways that Feed and See addresses food insecurity, excuse me. But I like that it took me a while to come around to this because Mooresville Soup Kitchen, the name has been around a long time. And, you know, the name recently changed to Feed and See. And everyone's kind of wondering, oh, why the name change? But it is, you know, the the name soup kitchen, one, has a certain connotation, but two, severely limits the perceived um, list of services that this group provides. It is far beyond that. So I'm glad that you're talking about already two of the big things they do, but they do even more than that. Tell us more. I think probably the coolest thing, and I'll stop at this, I know they do probably four or five other things, but I think the coolest thing that they do is the cooking job training. Mm -hmm. So they have a chef there, Chef Andrew, where he trains people. We're going to say people, students. We'll say students. How about that? Well, he trains students in a eight or 12, I can't remember, 12 week program to learn how to become a chef and then get hired in local restaurants. So these are people that never had a job or didn't have a good job or want to make a career change into the restaurant business, but don't have the restaurant skills. And Mm -hmm. the restaurants typically can't find good help. So they're going to... Yeah, they have a lot of turnover and, you know, it's... I mean, we're talking to our friends now that they're having a hard time finding people to work in their restaurant. Yep. And so they'll bring them in and they'll teach them basic knife skills. You know, they'll teach them how to make, uh, you know, uh, stocks and things that you should know. Basic skills like staples you if should you're know. If you're going to go work in a commercial kitchen somewhere you should know or in this. a restaurant, you should know these things. Correct. Yeah. And and so they'll train them. They'll I want to go just for my own knowledge. <laughs> they'll, they'll give them a... Uh, training on on uh, interviews as well. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the stuff you would need to get hired in a commercial And you end up kitchen. with a certification, right? So right. you basically, you get, you graduate a program that's got, um, you know, kind of rigorous 
mm-hmm. curriculum. So whenever you come out of that program, employers are going to see, okay, I have seen people come out of this program. I know what they're taught. I trust Chef Andrew. Um, I know that they're, you know, they're strict in there, that they're really careful about what they teach. So they have some trust in the program and they're more willing to look at these candidates. Whereas, you know, maybe you would look at someone that didn't have any experience in a kitchen that wanted to work in your kitchen and you're thinking, I don't know about that. But when you see that they've completed this course, you're instantly like, okay, I feel a lot better. Right. And so that's kind of, the main course training. And then these people are getting placed into good restaurants. Like they're doing well. Like they've, there's a lot of them that have gone to Epic Chop House. Yeah. Like, and you know how good the food is like, there. This is a great restaurant. And so, and they are great employees there. Right. So, you know, that's a really, really cool program that I always like to hear. And and, yeah. and there's you know. all sorts of reasons for people to be in this program. And there are a lot of times, none of them are what you would think. Right. So like you can't make any assumptions about the type of people that are in this program because you're going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, that's a cool program. And then probably the other one that that I have the most um, to do with, I guess, is because I'm helping run it. Um, not run it. I'm, I'm doing a lot with it. Um, is there live cooking demos? And so. And this is cool. Yeah. So I kind of helped come up with this idea because of the pandemic, typically what they would do to raise some money is Chef Andrew would have people come in and he would cook in person and, you know, it would be like a fundraising thing, but it would be kind of a date night where you would bring, you could go in and get a chef cooked meal. And I mean, these are food donated from places like Epic or, you know, the the highest of end restaurants around here. And then you have a high end chef cooking for you. And you can pay your money to get that meal. And I've heard about Chef Andrew's cooking. I haven't had it personally yet, but I've heard that it's wonderful. Yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't mind eating it. <laughs> uh, and so they were coming in and, you know, you'd have, let's say, 25 people, 30 people come in and, and be able to participate in the cooking demo. They get to ask. Yeah, I mean, seats are limited because you've got space it's a small space yeah yeah and so you'd get to have your meal and he'd cook it in front of you and um you get to ask questions he teaches you how and what he's doing and all that kind of stuff and it's great it's typically about 90 minutes Mm -hmm. all fine and good well pandemic happened Mm -hmm. it's tough to have that in feed and see which is a very tight space it is We'll talk about this later, but it is really, really small space. There's a lot of problems with the size of the building because they have a lot of space issues with all of that stuff going on. So I came to them and they came to me and we were just kind of talking of like, what can we do? Like, is there anything we can do with video? And I said, why don't we try and do a cooking demo video version of what Chef Andrew's doing? And so... I go over once a month and we do this cooking demo where you actually go and pick up the food and you go home and reheat it. He gives you the reheating instructions, but then you tune into YouTube. You've get the special code mm-hmm. to tune in and chef Andrew goes on and I video it live. You get a couple different angles and you can tune in and watch chef Andrew and ask all your questions, type it in the chat. I'll ask him because I'm there doing it mm-hmm. and he'll answer them right as he's doing everything. And so you get 
the same kind of experience, probably more of an up close and personal experience while you're eating your food and kind of doing I your love thing. that for a couple of reasons. One, um, I am, I wouldn't so much, I'm kind of an introvert, not a super introverted person, but I don't necessarily like events like that where you are in um, kind of shoved in with a lot of people that you don't know in an intimate space. I would much rather enjoy something like that from the comfort of my home. The second thing is often these events occur on a weeknight Mm -hmm. and I have um, the type of career where that's not feasible all the time. I get out of the office kind of late. I know we've talked about it before, but I'm an attorney at Thomas and Weber in Mooresville at Law at the Lake and we do real estate and a lot of other stuff too. But you know, late nights at the office. So as much as I want to support feed and see one, I'm probably not making it on time for the event to start. Mm -hmm. And two, I kind of just want to go home to be in my own house in my own kitchen at night. Um, the other thing is I'm probably going to forget when the sign up is by for a live event or an in-person event. And there's not going to be any tickets left for me. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to miss it. So that this is kind of the perfect storm of, okay, you're bringing the home, the food home to your own house. Um, you're tuning in from your comfortable space. You're eating the whole time that you're watching this happen. Um, goodness, what if you wanted to even try to cook along in your own kitchen? And so that was kind of the next level of this is you have access to this replay. You can go in and as chef, he gives you the cooking instructions. Then if you had a question of like, well, what did he say? Or how does, how does that work? How did he cut that? Or how did he, how did he do that? Well, he talked about that during the video. There is an overhead view, yeah, which is nuts. I mean, if you're sitting there in person, which great experience, that's a lovely experience to go in person and watch him cook. Um, but say you want to do it at home. So special camera angles you get with Brian Weber marketing. (laughs) You are, you're not, you're not up over top of him watching how he's making those cuts, how he, I don't know. Maybe you you are. Well, you're, if you have a couple white claws, you might, I I can tell you you're not, (laughs) but if you have the replay or you're watching live, you can see it from several angles. You can just get information visually that you don't get verbally. Right. So, I think that's incredible. Well, now, I'm we, exactly the kind of person that would want to watch that replay and cook along. We do, we've done one so far at the time of this podcast. Once, Well, actually, when this is released, at the time of recording this, when this is released, we'll have actually done two of them. But after the first one, we had really, really good reviews. Yeah, stellar feedback. Yeah, people really liked it. They thought it was cool. Um, I mean, another benefit is like you're giving back to the community. Like, yeah, the tickets on. are not cheap, but the reason is because all of this is going to yeah. help feed and see mission. This is helping the community. So like go, go pay for your food for the night and like, know it's going to a good cause. Like you don't even have to tune in. You should, you should come you're talk to learn, me. Like tune in something. and just like chat with me the whole night. Just like, Hey, um, I don't care about talking to Andrew, but like Ryan, what's up, man? Like throw a different <laughs> camera angle on. Now the last time you were, you know, you of course got all the cameras set up, you know, you're oh, running I, the feed, but look, you're I'm, also in the chat. Oh, I'm in there. The chat is fire. So he is making sure that <laughs> the chat is your live. questions are getting answered, yeah. right? So if you've got a question about how Chef Andrew just did something or you want more, so you want to know why. I'm the kind of person that if I see something, I'd like to know why it's done that way because one, it helps me retain the information and two, I'll buy into it a lot more. And I'll say, so well, like why did he just time, do X, Y, Z? Last time, for example, it was Mediterranean. And mm-hmm. so someone wanted to know like, 
Chef Andrew, why did you choose Mediterranean? Or Chef Andrew, what was the first time you cooked Mediterranean? So he told the story about his first cooking of baklava. Yeah, I Which mean, is cool. Like, why not? Yeah. And, you know, he's got a lot going on while he's trying to cook for you and show you how all this stuff is done. And he's a wealth of knowledge. So if you can just pop in and ask a question that you know how you are in a group setting, nobody wants to raise their hand. Yeah. Did you raise your hand in class as a kid? You yes. probably didn't. I did. So you're, you might not raise your hand in this group setting because you don't want everybody turning around to look at you. All you got to do is type it in the chat. Yep. And you're going to get your question answered. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's uh, it was a really cool experience. Had really, really good feedback. Um, and here's the other thing that I liked about that setup. I know the in-person's cool. You, it's Can't wait till it can be done again. Exactly. However, from a financial standpoint, me being a video guy, all that kind of stuff, it's unlimited tickets. I can sell as many things as I want on as the internet many, and as many meals as you can cook, which ultimately allows them to raise more money, which is the whole point. We right. want to be able we can to help, more people. help feed and seize mission right around all the pillars that they do to help the community. So I love this idea. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to participate in the last one cause I had some conflict, but I'm looking forward to being able to join in yeah. now. I will be doing it by myself cause Ryan will be there in person. Oh, I'll but be eating. That's I'll be, okay. I'll be making that fire chat. <laughs> that's okay with me. Maybe I get the in-laws over. We do a little, uh, cooking at home. And yeah. So before this is a little longer one, before we leave, what a big thing that Feed and See is needing. They just closed. I, I don't even know if I told you this. They bought land or they got donated land. They have land. They got like. I think I saw the ribbon cutting or something. Yeah. Like that. So they got some land. It's like five acres too. Like they got a lot of land, but they're trying to raise capital for the building, the building. now. So, you know, if you. Yeah. Ryan was not talking junk earlier about the space. This is an identified oh, it's, need. Yeah. It's teeny tiny. You know, and. And they, they work it very well. Mm -hmm. I remember when we brought our staff there to volunteer the last time, obviously pre-pandemic, um, they're incredibly efficient. They work with what they have. They use everything to the fullest. But think about how many more people could be helped if they didn't have to work around issues, if they could plan a space to help they've, the community rather than- They've actually than, been approached by like Lowe's Corporate and some of the co corporate headquarters around here to do lunches and stuff, but they don't have the ability to do that because they want their cooking classes to be bigger, to mm -hmm. be able to handle Lowe's, Lowe's Corporate banquets and stuff, but they yeah. don't have the size. That's right. why they need the bigger space, which will then generate more money for them because Lowe's is fine with paying it yeah. and they want to pay it to that kind of cause. Right. They just don't have the space. That's why they're looking for bigger spaces because yeah. they've already well, been Well, now they're on the path to do that. So right. all the different ways that they, you know, are trying to raise this money. Yeah. So we're actually meeting next week. We're, we're creating a capital funding video about talking exactly about this. Like, what is this? Um, What's the money going towards? That's all. It always yep. helps you feel a little better when you yep. know what it's going toward. Yep. And I also find that those big ticket prices are a lot easier to stomach when you get something. Yeah, so I the meal, food. the Great. meal, you know, you're going to go, what is it? $50? I think it's $50 a person. If you, uh, it's 55 a person or a hundred for a couple. Which you could easily go spend that at Epic or anywhere, anywhere in here. Charlotte. Around here, you could easily do that for a couple. You could do that on a Tuesday if you're not careful. Uh, depends on how many margaritas you have. So 
for to know that you're getting this carefully thought out dish that you're going to learn and watch how it was made. You're going to get some great education. And then the money that you spent on those tickets is going to help people in the community um, learn job skills, address food insecurity, among other things. It's a no brainer for me. Yep. I'm in. Love it. Yeah. Now, Feed NC, guys, um, if you want to help, check out their website, feednc.org. Um, they also are on Instagram at FeedNC. Check them out. Um, and then I th- I, I don't know when this episode is going to drop. And then also... What if we ended up putting them all out of order? So the, the people that are hearing this first are like, what White Claw Saga? <laughs> what is White Claw? No, I did that for... So I also record i host the crossfit 77 podcast because they don't know how to host a podcast so i just host it for them and i just sit and basically just talk trash to the other they people could probably the do it now but they, it's- yeah they're probably good so like we actually recorded them like out of order and <laughs> <laughs> we re- we realized it on the last episode that we were going to release them out of order and they're like what is going on i'm like yeah so uh we're gonna talk about something but you're gonna hear this like four episodes later but yeah inception <laughs> So yeah, let's we'll, we'll we're gonna release not these. To do that yeah, to we're not doing that. This is in order. White claws, two down. It's not I, out of order. I'm still like a third in yeah. the slowest drinker on earth. Oh boy! All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next. Hopefully next week. We'll see if Tiff can get over here and record podcast. Like She's I the hold up. She's the hold up. It's not me. I want to record every week. Would you want to hear an episode with just me? Probably no, not. No. Um, <laughs> Leave us a review. I'll read it on the next episode. Probably not with Tiff because I'm going to do it by myself. Okay. No. Bye. We'll see you. <laughs>